All right. Welcome back to Soccer Pilgrim. Uh, if there's background noise, it's because I am walking around Berlin. Just had dinner. Just walking around exploring the neighborhood. I uh, came across if I'm out of breath. It's because I'm very full. <laughs> I ate a lot. And uh, I'm breathing heavy because I ate a lot. Also had a beer. Really good one. Uh, but yeah, so it's my first day in Berlin. Caribou's back in the room. He's uh, he's feeling a little tired, a little drained. So he decided to decide to chill, take it easy, recuperate. I'm walking up a busy street. I'm not totally sure the name of the street, but it's pretty nice. There's like a median in the middle of the, uh, the street. It's like a two-lane street going each way, and there's like a little park in the middle, like a long strip. Yeah, and uh, so far I could tell you that it's a uh, it's a weird city. It's a very weird city, but in a good way. Like uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's I spent all day, so I spent all day trying to think about it. How how would I describe it? And I think the best way to put it is sort of like the first Blade Runner and Blade Run then the second Blade Runner film. This movie gives me very serious Blade Runner vibes for whatever reason. It's like the way the people dress, the way the people act, the way the city looks. Because the city, it feels old, but it's not old. And it has a lot to do with the fact that maybe all their older buildings, it's not a maybe, it's most likely. All, well, I think it actually is. All their old buildings have been destroyed from the, from that big event back in the days. That big event in the 40s. (laughs) <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, and yeah. So everything feels kind of new, but it isn't new. Uh, the people, the way they dress, is I gotta say unique. It's like a, it's sort of like a mix of steampunk and cyberpunk, if that makes any sense. It's like, hey, what if steampunk and cyberpunk? came together what would that look like and uh, Berlin f- feels like that to me like our first night we landed at like 9 or 10 p.m. at the airport and the airport's about an hour outside the city by public transit well at least at that time of the day but it was a bit of a travel to get into the city and we took the train into the city center and once we got off the tone was already set as to what it was. It was, I guess, Carabao put it as a, Carabao put it as sort of like a European New York in terms of edginess. It's dirty. It's clean at the same time. I mean, I haven't seen a rat, so that's nice. But it's it's you see the history. It's really it's beautiful. Like, it's I think what makes the city so unique is what makes it beautiful what makes it uh yeah unique i mean i think unique is beautiful in my opinion it's unlike anywhere i visited uh so yeah we just walked around and then when we got to the metro station we had like these three people they're just blasting this heavy heavy edm like dark edm music and Kerbal described it as like punk edm i think that was a term that was used and we just saw them, they just look like punks, you know? Like the way they dressed, the way they acted, the way they talked, they were being loud, they didn't give a fuck. It was like, I was like, okay, that's a very punk vibe. 
and they're just having a good time. They just are carrying this like, well, they're blasting this music out of this boombox that was like, they're carrying it like a luggage. It was fascinating. And then once you got into the metro, there's two old couple, like in their 60s, 70s, smoking cigarettes and drinking vodka in the metro, which I'm like, what is this? Already, that was a, a unique vibe. And uh, we spent, we got into our hostel, checked in. The hostel was so rowdy because it was like a younger crowd. And everyone's, it was just very rowdy. And it was kind of not my vibe, to be honest. I'm pretty laid back. And that was just like such a dramatic shift from Amsterdam. And we spent one night because our Airbnb kind of screwed us over. Because we had an Airbnb for three, four nights. And then for whatever reason, that Airbnb got canceled on us. Caribou sort of blames himself, but I don't think he should blame himself because... You know, that wasn't his fault. That dude just canceled on us for no good reason, no explanation. We even messaged him like, yo, what's what's good? Why are you, why are you canceling? No, he didn't reply, which really upset me a lot. Well, not a lot, but it did upset me. But it's fine. We got one night at the St. Christopher's Inn in the Mitte, which is where we're going to end up going back anyway. Oh, there's a bit of wind. Okay, you can hear a wind. Let's wait till it, okay, it's cool down now. Yeah, oh wow, look at this. I'm looking at something that looks like an old church, but it's probably like an old market. Oh, this is like the beer museum, I think. And there's like a courtyard, there's a beer garden. I'll probably pop, okay, I'll go Caribou tomorrow. I'm way too full for any beer, but I still, I'm still down to drink. Now maybe I shouldn't, I've been drinking so much. This is how you know you've entered adulthood. You can't drink as much as you want to. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me just find a spot to sit because I kind of want to keep doing this podcast right now. Okay, I got to come back here with Kirbal because he would definitely enjoy this. But yeah, so I go into my room. We go into our room. It's a four-person room. And Kirbal uh, just went back. He was just sort of lagging behind because he had to stay at a reception because he, he thought he forgot his passport, but you know he had it on him. He was in his back pocket, luckily. And uh, yeah walk in and then there's an Eastern European man standing in the corner almost hunched over sort of staring at me and I said hi and he says he looks back at me and says hi and he was kind of sketched out by me I was sketched out by him I'm like alright this is a weird vibe and we don't talk I'm just like you know just dropping my stuff off putting in a locker whatever just trying to you know I'm like I guess installing myself I don't know how to say that in English I think in French that was a perfect description but yeah so like I just chill and Kirbal walks in Kirbal talks to the guy introduces himself and that was uh, yeah that was pretty cool and then the guy kind of cooled down but from the get that guy was weird he was uh, gave like he just gave a different vibe it was it was I don't know he was, I mean, he's, he probably means well he's probably a really nice guy and I'm probably judging him way too early but immediately I was just like oh this guy's fixing to steal my shit or something I don't know what but he didn't just normal guy kind of weird and then he asked us where we're from we said we're from Canada he's like we're in Canada we said we're from we're from Montreal he's like oh uh, I'm moving to Canada we're like oh really where are you moving to I'm moving to Quebec we're like oh no way and he showed us his letter of employment and he got hired by a hotel on Saint-Denis and we were like, oh, wow, okay. We actually live there. We live in Montreal. We know Saint-Denis. We know that area quite well. 
And it was like, what's the area like? We're like, oh, it's nice. A lot of young people, very exciting. You know, a lot of good tourists. Like, it's a good area to work in. And he was like, oh, okay, very cool. And uh, but he was just like, I don't know. He was just weird. Just a little weird. But uh, but yeah. So we slept the night. It was comfortable. Dipped, and then uh, yeah. Then we then we had to find another spot. Which we found another spot, luckily. And uh, at this new hostel. And it was nice. The new spot is really nice, really clean. We have a room to ourselves, which is quite nice. Uh, the guy working there was really cool. And it's in a better part of town. Because this, this new hostel is... I don't know, it's this, it seems like a lot of people live here. It seems like a lot of locals live here. And it just seems like there's much more happening. It's a Monday night and it seems very lively. Whereas the other hostel was dead. It was nothing was happening. I don't know, maybe the maybe there's a thing about Europe and Sundays where everyone takes it easy, but I don't know, it was just not a, a different it was a different vibe. But yeah. Yeah, so wake up, come to a new spot. It was pouring rain, it was just miserable. The day was miserable. It was raining so hard, it was cold, it was just ugh, it was not nice. It's like a rainy night at Stoke. And I was thinking about it, I was like, man, pro players have to play through this type of temperature. And I was thinking, oh god, I don't know how they do it. But all in all, Berlin's awesome. Really nice. It's cool, it's weird. I'm getting used to it, but the more I walk, the more, I, like today I just walked for like two, three hours, walked around, see more of the city, see what it's about. It's really nice, everyone's just, it's cool. It's surprisingly multicultural too. I love how multicultural it is. I mean, yeah, it's mostly white people, but it's, you know, it's surprisingly multicultural. That really caught me off guard. And uh, yeah, so now I just had dinner, gonna walk back. Just gonna, gonna walk back. Uh, finally got my access to Crave TV, so I'm probably gonna catch up on like Game of Thrones episode that I missed, which is three or four. I oh, know it's three episodes I missed. And I'm still standing in front of that beer garden place. It seems like this one huge factory. Or I don't know how to explain it, but it's beautiful. Red bricks and everything. I might go in, take a look. Maybe have a cheeky have a cheeky pint to head back. But yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. Oh, and also, early today, uh, when I started my walk, I noticed that the hostel was like down the street from like a sports complex park. So I thought, okay, let's go check it out. I walk and I immediately see three pitches, one grass pitch with a track and field that runs around it and two artificial pitches. In those two artificial pitches, there were like, it seemed like youth academy or a club, per, you know, having a practice session. And I just kind of watched them for five minutes. This one lady gave me a dirty look because I was taking pictures of them. She was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yo, lady, lady, do you know who I am? <laughs> but it was... uh. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a vibe, and then on that same park, there was, like, volleyball fields, uh, like, four of them, and people were playing in all of them, which was really cool. And then there was, like, two basketball courts. That was really cool to see. And then there was two futsal courts where people were playing. Like, every field was being used, and people were playing and having a good time. And I was like, it's 14 degrees Celsius. The weather, it just stopped raining, and everyone's just out there, like really taking advantage of the fact that it stopped raining. And I thought it was really cool that everyone's staying active. Everyone looked happy. Everyone was having such a good time. And and right next to the park is uh, 
uh, Ber Ver Victoria Berlin, which I assume is a local club. I don't know what division that is. This is the first time I heard of this club. I know nothing about Berlin clubs, Berlin football clubs. I know nothing. So I, it, it got me excited. I was like, okay, this is something I could you know, look into, explore, and see what's up. But yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to know that you're practicing and then there's a football club right there that you could one day play professionally at for some of these kids. Yeah, so that's my first day here. It's quite nice. I hope I hope that it doesn't rain anymore because uh, it's, it's a beautiful city to walk in. Very bike friendly city, which is cool, but it's also a very car friendly city too which Amsterdam is definitely more bike friendly. As uh, Greg said, this is what happens when cyclists win. <laughs> uh, but yeah. How long have I been doing this for? Hold on. Okay, checking up. Oh yeah, also when I'm doing like vlogs or like this right now, I'm in public recording my podcast. Everyone's giving me a look like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, shut up. I thought this was a city where everyone could do whatever they want. But yeah, it's... It's cool, man. Like, um, uh, 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 sorry, I just kind of my mind, that's that's the sound of my mind lagging. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of insane to think that it's kind of it's, no. It is interesting that you know every capital, every European capital has an incredible football club that kind of defined the style that defined the style that created a trend that the rest of Europe follows, you know. Ajax at Total Football, Madrid, Madrid with this Galacticos thing that you could get superstars together and make it work. Or Barcelona with its uh with Tiki Taka football. Or London with all the great London clubs that are just, you know, exciting to watch, fun to play, you know, great history and stuff. And of and Paris, I mean I'm not entirely sure what the influence of Parisian football is throughout Europe. Champagne football doesn't seem to be a, Europe, a Parisian style. It seems to be a collective French style that all of France plays. Because historically, when you think about French football, you think of, you think of Lyon, you think of Marseille, and, and that's it. You really, Honestly, growing up, to me, it was only Lyon or Marseille. Those were the two, only two clubs that I knew that were dominating France, not, not PSG. I come to Berlin, and there's just... I've seen a lot of FC Union, Berlin Union, Union Berlin. Yeah, FC Union Berlin. I've seen a lot of flags of that. So it seems like that might be the most supported club. But maybe I'm in a part of town where everyone's a Union Berlin fan. And maybe the other side of town, they're mostly Hertha Berlin fan. Uh, I'm, that's my guess right now. Um, and yeah, like, it's crazy to think 80 years ago. It's kind of crazy to think that 80 years ago, this was, a, this was like, not a good place. <laughs> um, and, and the more I look at Berlin, it's kind of like, the way I look at countries, I look at, I look at them as people, as a single individual. Or maybe a, every, the way I look at cities is like a single individual. How, what was their story like? And I think Berlin could be someone in their 40s, in the mid-40s. Rome is someone in their 80s, you know. London is someone in their four, 50s or 60s. And I, I feel like Berlin, you know, where they're at now is kind of like, if I, I remember watching Anthony Bourdain episode about Berlin. 
in the 20s 1920s this city was insane apparently it was a party city like it was known for the cabarets it was known for the clubs it was known for the music it was known for the celebration it was known for a place to be very liberating and you could just do what you want and be whoever you want like the forefront of freedom a la max that's why these punk people are just so everywhere because they could just be themselves and without anyone telling them what to do they're you know that's the spirit of punk I, amsterdam's like that but amsterdam's more like you do what you want i do what i want just enjoy life and be happy be friendly it's more like passive whereas here is get at it get at it and go for what you really want uh one thing's for sure perhaps a hot take I prefer the Dutch language over the German language. I think Dutch sounds better than German. A lot of people will think I'm crazy for saying that, but I think Dutch sounds better. And also I found that the... I feel people in Amsterdam, their English is way better than the people of Berlin. It's just like... In Amst- like Anyone I spoke to in Amsterdam, their English is flawless. Whereas here is a bit of a hit or miss. That's not a bad thing. It's just I, I, I expected Berliners to speak perfect English, but that's really not the case. It's still good, but it's not like... It's not like Amsterdam. Be the way. It's my second night. It's beautiful. It's definitely, from what I gathered, uh, very strong nightlife here. Very, apparently the clubs here are insane. Which is unfortunate for me, because that's not what I'm into. Uh, but Kiribati's into that. He loves going out. He loves that nightlife. He loves clubbing and stuff. And he told me, he's like, you know, I know I, do, I know you don't like it, but we got to go one night. We got to go out one night. Which I'm inclined to follow. Part of me doesn't want to do it, but I'm like, yeah. One in Berlin. Do as the Berliners. And tomorrow, I hope to do a little more touristy stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go see Brandenburg Gate, Museum Island. Um, that big tower thing with the ball on top, which gives me very strong uh, Blade Runner vibes. Yeah, like I said, it's a beautiful city. The the public transit is pretty easy. Sorry, I paused so you could all hear that. Hear all that German. They're, they're pretty cute. <laughs> But yeah, I'm staring at this beer. I'm staring at this beer garden. I guess I gotta go in. So I think I'm gonna end it here. Um, if you listen to this, thank you for listening. Thank you for being an audience. Uh, I'm gonna try to upload or make an episode every every night. Give, it, I'll try to do one every night. Maybe next time I'll do one with Kerbel. And yeah, so that and I hope to cat get more football. Oh, oh, and then the sports park I've been to. I saw kids playing pickup uh, five aside. I'll probably try to get into the. I'm probably try to play with them at some point if i have a minute i'm gonna go play soccer with those kids on the park i'm gonna that i'm looking very much i'm looking forward to doing that but that being said thank you for listening thank you for you know following me on this journey and from berlin this is soccer pilgrim thank you